0: Adobe shares lower by two and a half percent this morning, falling on to a pretty epic drop following earnings. Let's revisit the company, do some trading, and check in with Greg Moskowitz joining us, Managing Director for Enterprise Software at Mizuho Americas. Greg, this Adobe report caught everybody's attention, following on with other cloud companies selling off, but for such a long-time winner, this one came as a bit of a shock. Uh, so what happened here? Uh, sure Oliver, thanks
1: for having me. So it's really a couple of things. The first is, uh, so they reported their Q4 and the net new ARR for their digital media segment. So that includes things like Photoshop and Illustrator and, and, and Acrobat, a lot of these really flagship Adobe products, uh, they had guided to 550 million in net new ARR for the quarter. Now they came in at 571. That sounds good at first glance. However, that included 29 million from a recent acquisition of a company called uh, FrameIO that helps with video editing. So what investors are doing is they're backing out the 29 million, which was not included uh, in the original guidance, and they're getting to 542, uh, which is slightly below the 550. And so it's being construed as a slight miss versus the guidance. Uh, the second thing is uh, this also um, was in conjunction with their annual investor day. And uh, uh, as a result, they issued fiscal 22 guidance. Now Adobe is a November fiscal year end. So this is the next 12 months and uh, they guided to levels that were below consensus on revenue on net new arr and on eps and so it's the combination of those two things that weighed so significantly on the stock yesterday
0: does this seem like uh potential for lasting pressure due to these uh uh facts or are we seeing uh like we have in many other companies here In tech overall uh, pulling back i mean we've got earnings but we've also got this policy shift from the fed so a couple different things we have to pull apart here what do you see as being the main catalyst
1: yeah it's a great question and i think a lot of investors right now are struggling with uh, some of the growthier stocks in, in software because those stocks of course also have higher multiples now, the good news is these multiples have kind come down, and specifically, we're talking about 10 to 15% of contraction across uh, our universe just over the course of the last five weeks or so, uh, but they still are clearly trading above, you know, sort of historical averages. Now, we've made the argument that they should trade above historical averages because these software companies have become a lot more important as it relates to their ability to drive digital transformation, and then also that so many of these companies have recurring revenue uh, models that are just far more lucrative than the software models from from years past. But you're also fighting, as you indicated, right? You're 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 fighting, you know, just the Fed and what may happen with interest rates. And people are looking at inflation. Uh, obviously, uh, FX, by the way, is another uh, uh, you know issue. Uh, we've seen the U.S. dollar. Strengthen, which of course puts pressure on some of these uh, some of these companies just based on where spot rates are and so uh, so these are this is sort of the tug of war that I think a lot of investors are going through right now
0: you cut your price target by about 10 bucks to just below the highs uh, six hundred eighty five dollars your target for uh, the company uh, in terms of uh, achieving that, I mean, is this uh, now just kind of a stable earnings and uh, kind of blue chip now approach to think about Adobe as opposed to like a high octane growth story? It really
1: kind of falls somewhere in between. Uh, you know, they're not growing as fast as hypergrowth. You're not going to see Adobe grow thirty or forty or fifty percent like some of the, some other companies are. However, Adobe is also far larger uh, in, in scale than those companies are. So Adobe has now eclipsed $15 billion in revenue, and yet on an organic, constant currency basis, they're growing high teens. So you know, really difficult to do that at that size, right? And so I think it speaks to just how well positioned Adobe is. Uh, and so um uh, and, and also their, their their operating margins are about forty five percent so they're throwing off a lot of cash, about seven billion dollars in free cash flow over uh, the past twelve months. And so all of this I think carries a lot of value. So we like Adobe because uh, again, as things normalize, I do think the sell off yesterday was justifiable, but as things normalize, you're looking at a company that has a remarkable end-to-end portfolio, Uh, customers are engaging, we're seeing more um, uh, creative professionals and non-professionals, frankly, engage with Adobe's products in greater and greater numbers. And that bodes very well for this company
0: over the longer term. Hey, Greg, one last follow up point to that uh, there, the addressable market and the creative suites. If uh, who are they, who's left to sell to? I mean, after 18 months, if someone doesn't have the subscription for what they need to design, whatever it is they're designing at this point, uh, who's still out there then to sell to?
1: So interestingly, uh, the the pie keeps getting larger, and we're just seeing more and more folks get um, uh, you know start to explore uh, creating on the web and getting comfortable with uh, you know with doing so and using services to help uh, um, you know facilitate that process and help their products look better, look smoother, uh, and all of that, and that's what you know, uh, users are turning to Adobe uh, uh, 4. And uh, actually yesterday, the company increased their TAM, their total total addressable market, uh, to $205 billion uh, by 2024. The prior estimate was actually $147 billion in 2023. Uh, and so um, partly this reflects some acquired uh, products that has sort of expanded their opportunity, but it also, again, reflects just the, the fact that the pie is... Uh, is still growing Um, social media by the way is a a partial driver of this as well there's just again more engagement there and that's helping uh, to uh, to sort of fuel some demand for uh, for adobe's products
0: okay greg thanks for the uh, input here we're going to trade it in line with the expectations for the stock to firm up greg moskowitz joining us from zuho with a $385 price, or $685 price target on the stock round uh, So Tom White here with me in the studio to do some trading here, 685 just below uh, the record, $699. How do you want to trade it bullish?
2: Well, I think there's a couple of different ways you can look at it. Uh, if you're looking at it bullish from a directional point, to you know, to Greg's outlook here, you might want to give yourself some time. So implied volatility's fallen pretty significantly in Adobe after the earnings, right? Event risk has gone, uh-huh. uh, but it's still elevated because the stock's pulled back towards that 550 level. So uh, the the bullish stance I took or uh, strategy I looked at. Take advantage of that, give myself some duration, going out to the February uh option series, uh, so 63 days till expiration for uh playing for a rebound, right? And you want to be a little bit more aggressive, right? And you can pay a cheaper price for this type of strategy where you're buying a vertical. Uh and I looked at buying the 560 strike call, which is just out of the money to the upside before we came out, and this was at the money, but uh just slightly out of the money to the upside, buying the 560 call, selling there's still some option premium in uh, some of these upside calls selling the 610 call creating this bullish 50-dollar wide call vertical to the upside you paid a debit of roughly about 1850 it's probably a lot cheaper than that right now probably closer to 17. but if you pay 1850 uh, that's your risk kind on of 1850 to take this bullish stance your break even about 578.50 to the upside now that 1850 you're paying can expand to 50 dollars if it's trading above 610 over the next Two months or so. Uh, So this is a directionally bullish, a little bit more aggressive, but you still only have to get to that break-even about 578, only about 28 bucks. This stock can move 28 dollars in in 10 minutes, Oliver, Mm. because the high-priced. Uh, valuation that this stock has but also the high price of this stock so using options might be a better levered way to take a directional bias on this and you can put that trade in a finite type of text because you're using the option market, there is expiration dates.
0: Okay. All right. So pretty straightforward here. Spread to uh, get exposure to the upside, uh, but you've got another way to do this too.
2: Yeah. Maybe a little bit more conservative. You might want to be okay. a little bit more conservative while still taking that I mean, directional bias. This huh? is
0: uh, you know, not super, super aggressive, the one he just gave us. It's kind of aggressive right. because you're buying that at the money. You
2: need this stock to go up. Now, right. this strategy we're going to look at, you don't need it to go anywhere. It can stay where it ri- is right now and you can still remain profitable. Uh, so, selling a simple put vertical where you're going to sell an out of the money put and then buy an out of the money, that further out of the money put to wrap it all up, make it risk defined. Where I'm going to look at the January cycle this time, going out 35 days to expiration, so just over a month, selling the 540 strike put. Uh, and then buying against that, the 530 strike put. It's a neutral to bullish $10 wide short put vertical. If you collect roughly about a $3 credit, you're probably gonna get more than that right now because the stock has fallen. But if you collect $3, that's the most you can make with $7 at risk, your break even, 537 to the downside. So on this type of strategy, you profit in three out of four scenarios, right? If the stock goes up, you profit. You keep that $300 per spread that you sell. If it stays where it is, you're still going to profit and keep that $3 you collected. Now, it can also fall, but if it remains above that 540 strike that you sold, it's still going to remain profitable And that break-even about $13, $14 below the current share price of Adobe. So uh, the only way you lose on this trade is if, if it falls below that 537,
0: uh, uh, basically break-even
2: uh, point on this particular trade.
0: Okay. All right. Two different ways to do this, selling downside. Buying upside, Yep. looking for Adobe to firm up here. NASDAQ's trying to firm up. Adobe, though, down 2.8%. So mm-hmm. more selling here. Plenty of appetite from the bears to nibble on some of these tech companies. Thanks, Tom. Thanks. Greg Moskowitz joining us from Azuho.